Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sky Sports reporter Courtney Tidy. Morena, Courtney, how are you this morning? Morena, I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, I didn't get to actually say hello. I saw you uh, on my way out, actually. Um, but uh, you're there on Sunday, and obviously one of your biggest passions is the netball. What have you made of the competition uh, so far, um, Courtney, this year? Look, it's been interesting. In the first couple of rounds, we saw some real blowouts, which we were all pretty disappointed in. So I think by round four as it just finished last night, um, we had a lot more tighter games. I mean, a couple of the games were uh, decided by five or less. The Tactics beat the Pulse by only one point. So apart from last night, uh, with the Tactics' big win over the Magic, I think most of the teams are sort of starting to hit their stride now. We've got a much more competitive uh, season, which is what we definitely want, especially in a World Cup year for the Silver Ferns as they prepare to head over to South Africa. Well, let's touch on last night's performance. Domination from the tactics over the Magic. There's been a lot of talk about the defensive duo of Jane Watson and Karen Berger. Great to see Karen back playing after a long layoff with injury. What did you make of their performance for the tactics last night? Oh, look, they're outstanding. And Carden, she's come back from injury. Jane Watson, she's come back from having a baby. So um, we saw them with mm. the Silver Ferns in January, and they just were finding their feet. But now they're absolutely hitting their stride. I think Storm Purvis even said it last night, probably the best defensive duo uh, in the competition at the moment, which looks great for uh, Silver Ferns in the future. So I'm really liking what they're doing. And, I mean, Jane Watson, she has just been absolutely outstanding. She was player of the match on Sunday against the Poles. But it's just their ability to get ball and their connection together. So I think for the black dress in uh, in July, everything is looking great. And, Izzy, you'd be very happy, I think, with that tactics win. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. Anything with a patch on, that's, uh, oh, they're always going to be happy, <laughs> Courtney. Those, uh, those boys down south, hey, they, they're... You know, the defence of Berger and, and Watson just causing havoc out there. Leia done with her performance and uh, not missing a shot. What do you make of that? Oh, she's been outstanding. And we've seen her with the Pulse over the last few years. She's won premierships with them. So it's quite a big move when she went to the tactics. And I think it took her the mm. first few rounds to find her feet and that connection on attack. But, I mean, last night she was outstanding. She can, She's always been a very accurate shooter. So for her to get 100% is outstanding. But for me, it was her work rate, her work along the baseline, her ability to get the ball and then allow Tapia Selby Rickett more of that feeding role. So I think uh, I said at the start of the year, this is a tactics year, just like it's the Warriors year, you know. So I think if the tactics can <laughs> do it this year... 
And it is. And they're starting, to, I think, to show what they are capable of, the tactics. And after their two wins this weekend, they've bumped up to the top of the ladder. Well, my sisters will be loving this chat, and you met them a few years ago there, Courtney. They're very, very passionate, so thanks so much for coming on. But should we read too much into the Magic's performance from last night, or do you think they can uh, pull it together? Are they a little bit fatigued? I think they're definitely fatigued. And they actually, so they played on Saturday in Invercargill, and something happened with their flights. I'm not sure who it was, but they ended up flying from Invercargill Auckland back down to Christchurch so they oh, had hell. a real hiccup with their travel <laughs> yeah when they only had a day turnaround so they were very fatigued and they're another team who I think can be very good and we've seen it in round three that they can put on really good performances I think for them playing two matches this weekend was just too much because we saw on Saturday what they can do and their shooting end looks really great with Ekinacio and Mez at the moment so for them, I think if they can just play, unfortunately with the draw, sometimes you have to double up, but if they can just play one game a weekend, I think they can nail that one. And they've got the Mystics coming up in a couple of weeks, which I think they could do them over. Yeah, look, talking about the Mystics, it is a pretty close competition at the moment. Where do, they, where do you think they, the weaknesses lie with the Mystics? Honestly, I think they're very strong across the board. We saw their captain, Salou Fitzpatrick, go off on the weekend just with a slight injury and their defensive end like they are outstanding they're so strong they've got a lot of depth go down the other end you've got Tuiava feeding the border and Weke outstanding great thing for the black dress hopefully in the future there for me it's just sorting that out and then they're having to make some I think unnecessary changes and so when they make these changes it takes a while and they end up losing a few goals just trying to resettle the team so for me if they can keep their starting seven on the court, then they can beat any team. And as long as, you know, that connection is down in attack and they don't put too much pressure on Grace, Monica Faulkner, she shot almost at 100% all match at goal attack. If they can keep that pressure off Grace and have two shooting options, then they can go all the way. And what about Maya Wilson? She limped off the court on the fourth quarter on Sunday. Have you had any news on how the Stars captain is doing? Yeah, it's just a slight Achilles niggle. So they said it's nothing too serious at the moment and they just wanted to make sure that she was okay. But Maya, you know, she's pretty tough. She would have hated to come off. So when they say it's a slight niggle, I think it might be a little bit more because there is no way that she would have wanted to come off the court, especially in a match like that. But all they're telling us, it's nothing too serious. Hey, Courtney, just going to tack left here on on a little subject I want to get your uh, thoughts on. Sean Johnson's daughter signing autographs on the weekend. How cute was that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Miller, I bought a superstar. I was right there while she was doing it. They handed her a vivid, and she just walked straight up to them <laughs> alongside Sean and just started signing everything. I said to Kayla, who was standing with me, I said, look at your little girl. She goes, oh, my God, is she actually signing people's merchandise? I said, good on her. Well, you're a bit like myself, I get the sense, and we love to get ahead of ourselves with the Warriors, but are we genuine? Are we genuinely excited about what the, the prospects are for this Warriors team? Andrew Webster, Sean Johnson doing what Sean was able to do of old, just winding the back the clock. You were there. You were pitch side. How was it? Oh, my gosh. It was outstanding. Like, Sunday afternoon footy, you can't beat it, especially at Mount Smart. The crowd was going off. Even the Bulldogs players 
where we were sitting, they were turning around and giving it back to the crowd because the crowd was so vocal. <laughs> but you're right. The way that the Warriors are playing and they all keep talking yeah. about Andrew Webster and the culture that he's brought and how he has that winning weight after being with the Panthers. And you can just sense there's a different feel to the team this year. They've got a great culture. Sean on the weekend, he was talking about the buy-in of everyone, which they haven't quite mm. had over the past few years. And like you said, I mean, Sean winding the clock back. I was like, Sean, <laughs> please keep running that ball. Keep running those lines because how brilliant was that try that he scored under the sticks? Adam Blair and I were going off on the sideline. Yeah, it was so funny listening to Blairy out there commentating. He was losing the plot, particularly with that try with Sean Johnson because Adam Fanua Blake ran that front line. But hey, that was just the misread. And love seeing Phil Gould's comments regarding that. That was just uh, the wrong decision made by the tackler. Uh, just trying to unlock Sean Johnson a wee bit more. Like, what do you pinpoint his success to this year? We've had our fair conversations about it, but what you, you're front and centre there, Courtney. What do you pinpoint his success to? I think for him, it's almost like he's had this resurgence and he said like he's back home in Auckland, he's around his family again, him and Kayla have another bub on the way. But I also think like he's a little bit older now and he said he, he knows he hasn't got that much left in him. So I think coming into this year, he was wondering, is this my last year and I've just got to give it my everything? And I know within his friends group now, they're all saying, nah, bro, it's not your last year, the way you're the way you're playing, the way you're running, you could keep going. So I think for him, he's almost at that point in his career like where he, he realises that there's not that much time left and so he wants to go out on a high. But, I mean, the way he's playing, I agree with all his friends, he should keep going because, I mean, he sh maybe every year he should tell himself, is this my last year? Because the way he's going, I'll tell you what, he's got a few more years left in it. He does. He sure does. It's so good to see SJ running around and rewind it, winding back the clock. But I just want to ask your thoughts on Joseph Soali'i and that decision to to leave in 2025 for absolutely like big money, 1.6 million. We haven't confirmed the exact details, but that's what they're saying. Your thoughts? Well, I do agree with Brandon Smith, the hectic cheese that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> By the Wallabies buying him, it's, it's not going to guarantee they're going to beat the All Blacks under any circumstances. I mean, it is really sad. And he's so young because everyone's talking about how much of a gun he is for the Roosters. He's so young. He's got so much talent. And as a rugby league diehard, I'm sad to see that he'll be leaving the game. Obviously, he could always come back. But for me, I would have loved to see what he could do at the Roosters um, because mm. I just think he would have won premierships with them. And so to see... I'm sorry, Izzy, but to lose him to rugby, I'm very, very disappointed. <laughs> we, we all. I don't worry. He'll come back. He'll just go and take. He's the, seen the light, Courtney. He's seen the light. He'll just take <laughs> the money. He'll take the money, Courtney, and then he'll be back to rugby league. Hey, thanks a lot for joining Please, us. But surely the Roosters would have thrown some more money at him next time. Next time he go. He, ain't got it. He's only thirteen. I don't remember. have enough. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it, you two. We've got to move on. Hey, Courtney, thanks a lot for joining us <laughs> this morning on SENZ. Um, love listening to, to your call and, and of course, the ANZ Premiership. Um, thanks for all the information there, filling our our uh, our listeners with that knowledge, especially as his sisters, because they'll be on the text message machine to him <laughs> saying, well done, sure getting that. some netball on the show. Uh, go well, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Say hi to your sisters, Izzy, for me. Oh, thank you.